bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old man Grognard here. Happy Sunday. Hope you're all doing well. Oh, looks like we're getting some sun finally. No more murk. I like that. Well, other than Thursday, my gaming's been pretty sparse, as you know. So, well, I got more time to talk to you guys, oh boy, and do reviews, which I really got to get a handle on, because I'm five books deep, and I have yet to crack the first one. Well, I cracked it, but I mean, I've yet to finish it, but you know my problems. What are your problems? No, that's not what I, you can't tell me. Oh, well. Yeah, the gaming world is kind of mellow for me right now. But you know what? You're going to run a game for me. What do I mean? I'll explain after this. Okay. You have a game. You have a group. You have a group of gamers you play, you played for a while. They have characters. Now, this is all an assumption. We're going to do an example here. You're going to run me a game. What's that? What? You, you've never run a game before? But you know the system, right? Oh, okay. So, you're going to run a game. And I'm going to give you all of hmm, one hour to get ready for it. And that's generous. Well, here's how I'd start. I don't even think of a plot. First thing I think of is an encounter. An encounter. A fairly big encounter. Now, when I say big, I don't mean it's, you know, just a cast of thousands or something like that. What I mean is, say... This is in me. Well, first of all, let me say this is in media array in the middle of things. And I'd say, I don't know, a dozen orcs ought to do it. Or maybe two dozen gob, uh, kobolds or something like that. Some, some you know, kind of meaty encounter there. Just find a place. First of all, find a place in your world populated with monsters, put the player characters in there for some reason, and go. Forests are good to put the people in. I wouldn't put them in the middle of dungeons. Well, I may put them in the middle of dungeons, but actually that's even a better idea because that restricts the space. And I would put it in a large room in a dungeon. The reason that's not my first choice is because then you got to create the rest of the dungeon. So I... If I could put it in a dungeon, but I would rather put it outside. So you set the players down and say, okay, we're playing X game. Say we're playing a BX game set in my world. We're in the forest near the mountains here. You guys are here. You've got a horde of orcs coming at you. Roll for initiative. That's how you start it. Gets off with the action right away. And if there are any kind of experienced gamers, or even if they're not, even if they've only got a few sessions under their belt, they know what to do. They know what to do. They can, you know, the the tactics or whatever. Run that battle. Run that. Run the hell out of that battle. 
And afterwards, after they've triumphed, you hope, if they don't die, then you go back. How did we get here? Because you take the battle as a pivotal thing. The encounter is a pivotal thing. You start out with an encounter. You can go either backwards or forwards. You can do a whole, like it's a flashback, like you got, they play through it. Okay, how did we get into this position? Then you can extrapolate and go back from the beginning and come forward. Or they do that and they go forward from there. What else do they have to do to get to their goal? And by that, by the time the battle ends, you should figure out the goal and where you're going to run with this. If I'm in the middle of, by the time I get end of the battle, I've got at least three more encounters in my head they can do. Or I look at the area where they are at and I say, okay, this faction's here, this thing's happening over here, the town's over here. Okay, fine. I got three places I can send them or they can go. See what I'm doing here? This is kind of like ad-libbing an adventure. And it's to me, it's a lot of fun. Because I just, I like to, this is the way I like to challenge myself. Okay, here's an encounter. Boom. Why? Well, we'll figure that out together. Also, by the time the end of the encounter comes, I figured out at least two NPCs. Nothing more than names of what they do. We can figure out the rest afterwards. So here's how I, here's how I do it. Start out with that battle. Play out that battle. Then call for a break. Say 10 minutes, 15 minutes at the most. You sit down and you go, okay, why is this here? Da da da. I got these two NPCs. And you can go on from there. Also, have at least one clue in that battle somewhere. A piece of paper, a uh, some kind of jewel that's special. Maybe somebody recognizes it. Uh, notes, notes written on some orc's underwear. That's disgusting, but hey, it works. A duck. I don't know. Some kind of clue that they can run with, which will lead to the the further end of the adventure. Now you're saying to yourself, hey, Grognard, listen, this may lead to like real simplistic adventures. No, it won't. Because if you start out doing this and just keep going or backwards, I go forwards personally, like they're in the middle of the the middle of the assignment and you can always at the end of the battle say okay you can recap okay you guys did this because of that because you were assigned to go this you had to go into this area blah 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 blah. this also eliminates the need of how to get the group together because they're already together and not only can you figure out the plot as you go along, they can figure out their relationships as they go along. If this is like kind of a new game, because I was assuming that the players had been playing for a while and these characters had been playing for a while together. So that's a way to do it. And it's effective. It's really great. This is what I think of as convention gaming. Because conventions, you always find some downtime. And somebody goes, I want to play something. Run something. Okay, fine. Give me about 10 minutes. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, let's go. Roll for initiative. And it 
it's it just it just livens me up and it livens everybody up because I just like you know lay the mat out lay the miniatures of the tokens out and I said all right guys this is what you're facing let's go and I I love I don't know I maybe I'm a masochist I don't know I just like being put on the spot that way. Especially if it's a genre I'm familiar with. Now, I took an oath this year. This is 2020. As of this recording, it said, I would not run any fantasy this year. And I don't know if I could keep that in a convention setting, but I can try. But if I don't, you know, I know the fantasy genre. I know D&D quite well. At least the mechanics of it. So I have no problem pulling things out of wherever my body has things to pull out of and running with it. But you should do that too. You should uh, challenge yourself sometime. Show up without an idea of what you're going to do. At least one session. Now, this goes counter to some to people who say, "No, you should plan out at least something." Well, you always have some you should always have something in your back pocket in your bag or something like that. I carry around the I carry around the Mulvey and the Menser basic dungeon with me just so I have something. You can work off of that. All right, fine, you got something. But I would rather sit down and go, okay, here's a dozen orcs, you're in a woodland area, roll for initiative. And they're and they're coming at you. You know, orcs are easy. Kobolds are easy. Goblins are easy. Or if you want to be more substantial, say you ha- you're facing two minotaurs. Or an ogre and a giant or something like that. Or, you know, just mix it up. You run into an owlbear. I don't know. Just mix it up. And run it. See what they do. Pay attention to what they do. And then take ten. Figure out the rest of the plot. Or at least to the end of the session. Figure out how much further this is going to go, and run it. And then at the end of the session, you can make it even more elaborate for next time. You, that, and, and pretty soon, you've got a campaign going. It doesn't always take a lot of sitting down and thinking and prep. You know, one hour of prep, I think, is... They always say one hour, you know, one hour of prep for every hour you play. No, one hour of prep for a session, I say. Bring my... Remember my clock? Work on that. Put down a four-hour clock and see how much you can fit into it sometimes. And as far as, you know, they're playing, they give you 10 minutes after the game, you have NPCs you got to play. you got some kind of rationale why this happened. And the NPCs, remember my benchmark, my benchmark method? You got benchmarks, vary from that, you got NPCs. So, you know, put yourself on the spot every once in a while. I am going to run a game. What's it about? I have no idea, but we're going to run a game. I'm going to run a game. This is a technique for a little more experienced game masters, but, you know, I've seen people... (laughs) I I would not be averse to throwing a a player who always wanted, I always wanted a game master. I would would not be adverse to throwing him in the deep end and see if they can swim. It might be amusing. It might be boring. Who knows? But that's a great way to challenge yourself sometime. All right, I'm going to go start my day. So 
If you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can help this program. You can help me, and I'd appreciate it. Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks, Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Mark C. Walring, Gilbert Soros, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, and Dan Gregg, Benjamin Grodell, and the big John Allen Large. You guys are great. And don't forget, Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Owlbear, John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, both of which are an anchor, and Dan Gregg's Jung, Y-U-N-G, Grognard Podcast. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.